اشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسول اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم The first verse I'm going to <coughs> going to recite is chapter 21 verse 73 Wajalnahum a'immatan yahduna bi amrina wa awhayna ilayhim في اعلى الخيرات واقام الطلات واتى الزكات وكانوا لنا عابدين and we made them leaders who guided people by our command and we revealed to them the doing of good and keeping up of prayer and the giving of alms and us alone they served the next verse i want to recite is chapter 49 verse 13 ya ayyuhan nasu inna خلقناكم من ذكر وانثى وجعلناكم شعوبا وقبائل لتعارفوا ان اكرمكم عند الله اتقاكم O mankind, surely we have created you from a male and a female and made you tribes and families that you may know each other. Surely the noblest of you with Allah is the most dutiful of you. Surely Allah is knowing and aware. and uh, in relation to this i also want to recite a hadith abdullah ibn umr he said 
that the Holy Prophet Muhammad had said, each of you is a shepherd and each of you is responsible for his flock. The ruler who rules over the people is a shepherd and is responsible for his flock. A man is a shepherd in charge of the inhabitants of his household and he is responsible for his flock. A woman is a shepherdess in charge of her husband's house and children and she is responsible for them. And a man's slave is a shepherd in charge of his master's property and he is responsible for it. So each of you is a shepherd and each of you is responsible for his flock. This week we are celebrating 70 years of Queen Elizabeth's reign and the Lahore Ahmadiyya community in the UK congratulates Her Majesty on this record-breaking achievement. In uh, some countries there is a joke and it goes like this. People ask eventually how many kings will remain in the world and the answer is five and which five are they and people say well four kings in a pack of card in a pack of cards and the king of england so generally overseas it's considered that monarchy in england is uh, long-lasting and there are reasons for that and that is that a leader's duty is to act in accordance with the law and treat all the people in his or her realm equally and the leader is responsible for what happens to all the people and any of the people. Hazrat Umar he said that uh, uh, if a dog dies of thirst on the shores of Euphrates, Allah will hold me responsible and ask me to account for the dog's death. This is how seriously a leader should take their duties. Unfortunately, many times we don't see that. Once people get into a position of leadership, they think the law doesn't apply to them. Indeed, even to their families. But uh, <clears throat> our queen has done her duty according to the laws of this land, even under the most difficult circumstances. She might even have disagreed with the law, 
some of the laws that uh, she acted in accordance with. Is that a correct sentence? I don't think so. But some of the laws that she was forced to act by, we disagree even today with those laws. But because it was the law of the land, obey she did. Sometimes it, 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 it seemed to me that she was following the dictates of the Holy Quran and the Holy Prophet Muhammad. A girl was caught stealing and she was the daughter of a nobleman and people were trying to find excuses so that she would escape punishment and the holy prophet heard of this and he said by allah if my daughter fatima had done this if my daughter fatima had done this i would have given her the same punishment at another time the holy prophet muhammad said that earlier peoples, earlier nations were destroyed. Why? Because the law was only applied to the poor and never to the rich. So eventually those societies, those systems, they collapsed. And the queen followed this example that the law applies to everyone. Her husband, the Duke of Edinburgh, passed away during the COVID pandemic. And at that time, the law said that there should be social distancing. People should stand two meters away from each other. And at the time of his funeral, it was both amazing and sad to see the queen <clears throat> sitting alone. That was the most difficult time. There had been husband and wife for a long time, over 50 years. And she needed company. Perhaps she needed to hold her children's hands or to hug them. But the law said, because of the COVID pandemic, social distancing must be observed and observe it she did. It is this kind of behavior that when you see it on television and in the newspapers and so on, that engenders respect for the law and for the leaders of the country. You get the feeling that they don't think they're high and mighty. They're above the law. They're above everyone else. Everyone else has to observe social distancing and not go to funerals and what have you. 
but I'm one of the leaders. I'm a member of parliament or a minister or a prime minister. The law doesn't apply to me. If you behave in that way, then people dis disrespect the law and they disrespect you. And it was really, as far as I was concerned, an amazing scene to see her sitting there at her husband's funeral all alone, simply because that was what the law said. And there is another example that I want to mention. The first example was doing your duty and uh, obeying the law. But another thing that struck me was how he treated all the people of this country as equal. After 9-11, <clears throat> Muslims living in the West lived in great fear, particularly in the US and so on. And in fact, the whole of West, England, Germany, whatever. So many thousands had died in a terrorist attack. And all Muslims were held responsible for that. You and me, when we went out into the street, were afraid that we might be attacked and injured and so on. And somehow the palace realized this. And within weeks, a visit was arranged to a mosque. Her Majesty went to the mosque. She removed her shoes. She covered her head and observed all the proprieties. And it was shown on television and it was in the newspapers and so on that uh, the Queen was talking to the Imam and uh, other people of the community, Muslim community, kindly and gently and nicely. And suddenly, Muslims were not afraid anymore. They got the feeling that there is someone who will protect them. They felt, they felt that uh, they had a mother who will protect them come what may. In the same way that a physical mother would have done. So I say to you, Your Majesty, thank you for thinking of us and our feelings at that terrible time when this community lived in such fear and people were attacked for no fault. And some of those attacked weren't even Muslims. So thank you for thinking of us.
and our feelings at that time. Congratulations for completing 70 years on the throne. May Allah give you long life and health and protect, and protect you and your family from harm. Amin. Barakallahu Barakallahu lana walakum fil Qur'ani lazim wa nafana bayyakum bil ayati wa zikril hakim innahu ta'ala jawadun kareemun malikun barrawfur rahim Alhamdulillah, <laughs> Allah Ibrahima wa ala Ali Ibrahima innaka Hamidun Majid Allahumma barik ala Muhammadin wa ala Ali Muhammadin barakta Allah Ibrahima wa ala Ali Ibrahima innaka Hamidun Majid Allahumma ansur man nasradina Muhammadin sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa jalna minhum وَخْزُلْ مَنْ خَذَلَ دِينَ مُحَمَّدٍ صَلَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ بَلَا تَجْهَلْنَا مِنْهُمْ عِبَادَ اللَّهَ رَحْمُكُمُ اللَّهِ إِنَّ اللَّهَ يَعْمُرُ بِالْعَدْلِ وَالْإِسَانِ وَإِتَعِزِ الْقُرْبَى وَيَنْهَا عَنِ الْفَحْشَائِ وَالْمُنْكِرِ وَالْبَغْيِ يَعْزُكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَذَكَّرُون Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman, Ar-Rahim, 
Thank you very much for joining us for our Friday service. Um, I hope you found it use, useful. Uh, tomorrow we have a broadcast on uh, a WhatsApp group called Pure Discussions at 1 p.m. UK time. So if you can log on to that, you'll be able to uh, uh, hear the broadcast. And uh, until we uh, meet again, perhaps on Monday, I pray that Allah keeps all of you safe and sound and free from harm. Assalamu alaikum, khuda hafiz, and goodbye.